Hello friends, welcome back. I, um, I've been listening to these affirmations. If, you, if you're subscribed to my newsletter, then you probably know exactly what I'm talking about, but I found more, so I'm definitely gonna share with those with you soon. But I've been listening to these um, recordings of affirmations almost every single morning, and it's just so nice to have positivity just flowing to start your day, no matter how you're feeling. Um, whether you're listening to them consciously or subconsciously, I just kind of have them going in the background, but it really, really helps me start my day in a good mood or in a better mood than I'm feeling. And um, there's one that popped out me, to me today that I really wanted to share with you because it really called to me. And so if it calls to you, I really suggest maybe writing it down, keeping it somewhere um, handy for you today if you feel like you're going to need it or anytime you know, later in the future and, um, and just kind of sitting with it and maybe saying it a couple times to yourself. It's very short. It's very simple. And it's this, I choose to acknowledge, not absorb negative feelings. I choose to acknowledge, not absorb negative feelings. And I just love that so much because I think, you know, we have these quote unquote negative feelings and these quote unquote positive feelings and none of them are really necessarily positive or negative, right? They're all kind of like neutral. They all have a reason why they're in our lives. They teach us a lesson. They tell us where we're at, right? If we can be really present with them. And I think we have this, you know, this tendency to kind of push negative feelings aside or call them negative, call them unwanted. But if we can just acknowledge them and not absorb them, then maybe we can help ourselves figure out why we're feeling them to begin with. Like, oh, that's interesting, I'm angry right now. Or, oh, that's interesting, I'm feeling jealous right now. And not absorb them, but just acknowledge they're there, right? Just kind of observe and be like, oh, I wonder what's going on, right? As opposed to like getting really down on ourselves. So if that calls to you today, feel free to write it down, say it to yourself a couple times. I will continue writing down the ones that really, um, really sit with me and share them with you from time to time. Um, if, you know, if that's helpful, hopefully it's helpful to you just as much as this to me. So um, today's episode, I wanted to get into, you know, some like really tangible advice um, that I think has been really helpful for clients of mine and I think will be really helpful for you if you're, you know, kind of struggling with adopting healthy habits right now because I think a lot of the times when people try and you know adopt a new habit whether it's working out eating better going to sleep earlier waking up earlier whatever it is oftentimes we kind of just go okay i just have to do it right we kind of like rush and we 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 make it seem really you know really simple or really easy and we're like i just have to do the thing i know what i have to do i'm just not doing it right and Truly, if it was that simple, we would all be living our dream lives, right? Like we'd all be doing the things that we wanted and um, and it really would just be that easy. But I think, you know, if you're listening to this, you're probably, you probably have a, ha- a habit or two that you haven't been able to adopt yet because you've noticed that just telling yourself to just do it isn't helpful. So today I want to give you the three steps to finally adopting these habits that you want, okay? And those three steps are as follows. They're one, to identify what you're doing instead. Two, to emotionally uninvest in the thing you're currently doing. 
and to emotionally invest in the thing you want to start doing. That one has two little parts to it. And then three is to visualize and rehearse. So let's dive into these steps in a little bit more detail, okay? So number one is to identify what you're doing instead of the thing that you wanna be doing. Because chances are what you want to do is currently competing with something you're currently doing, right? There's not that there's just this like open slot in your day or your time where you're doing absolutely nothing and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna throw it in there. And it's that easy, right? It's the space you are competing, right? There's a space that is competing for these two things, right? And I'll give you an example of, of, a, of a conversation I had with a client recently. Um, she wanted to start working out in the morning, but she's sleeping in. So what she currently wants to do is work out in the morning, and what that's currently competing with is sleeping in. They um, identified that mornings are the best time to work out. They used to really like working out in the morning, but you know now they're finding it a little difficult to get out of bed early enough to do it. But it's the only time they really have enough energy. And when they used to work out, they really did like how it felt in the morning. So what gives, right? The first thing we did was to identify what they were doing instead. Because again, if it was really truly as easy as oh, I just need to get up, I mean, they would have done it by now and um, they wouldn't be asking for help on it, right? I think um, <laughs> humans are a little bit more complex <laughs> than, um, than just finding the time to do it and doing it, right? So if this, if this sounds like you, I want you to explore not getting upset with yourself and calling yourself lazy and hopeless, but rather I want you to do what I'm always going to ask you to do, which is get really curious, compassionate, and resort to problem solving instead. Because here's the thing, we all do things for a reason, right? We all do things for a reason, whether they're helping us or they're hurting us. There's a reason behind them. We don't just do things to do things. And right now, what you're doing is benefiting you somehow, right? Whether you think that's negative or positive, it is benefiting you somehow. You have something to gain from what you're currently doing the thing is, it may no longer be getting you what you want, okay? I'm going to repeat that. So it is benefiting you somehow. You have something to gain from what you're currently doing. It's just may no longer be getting you what you want or fitting in with, you know, the way you want to be living your life, okay? So let's go back to the previous client example. I want to see how that plays out. So going back to my client that wanted to start working out in the morning but she found herself sleeping in all the time what they're doing out instead of what they're doing right now instead of working out is you know they're laying in bed and you know some days they're cuddling with their partner some days they're simply scrolling through instagram and you know the benefit is that it's warm and it's cozy and it feels really good in the moment right it's comfortable it doesn't require any extra energy right laying in bed and cuddling with your partner or scrolling through instagram at that moment it just feels really good right that's what they're gaining from that current situation and now that we know what they're gaining we can start to understand why it feels so difficult to work out instead right working out requires energy you get sweaty 
you have to get out of bed, you might be, you know, you might be cold until you change into your clothes. It's not quite as easy to work out rather than stay in bed. But staying in bed and scrolling through Instagram or cuddling with your partner for, you know, longer than maybe you need to, right, isn't getting you what you want now, right? So there is a way that we can turn the tables to make staying in bed seem less tempting and working out seem more rewarding, okay? And that takes us into step two, which is the two-parter. It's one, to emotionally uninvest in the thing that you're currently doing, and it's to emotionally invest in the thing you want to start doing. So most of the things that you do have energy behind them. You might be doing something because you fear the consequence of it, or you might be doing something because you get really excited by the reward. Either way, it's powered by really strong emotions. And right now, you can kind of see it as you're emotionally invested in the wrong thing, right? You're emotionally invested in staying in bed versus being emotionally invested in getting your morning workout in, right? And so there's two parts to this, emotionally uninvesting and then to emotionally invest. And there are three questions for each that you can write down and fill out yourself, okay? So number one, emotionally uninvesting in the thing you're currently doing, here are three questions you can ask yourself. What will it cost me emotionally, physically, financially, etc., if I continue to X instead of Y? So if I continue to lay in bed instead of work out, right? What will it cost me six months from now, one year from now, five years from now, right? That was question number two was six months from now, one year from now, five years from now. And then um, number three is what will I miss out on if I don't start working out in the morning? And the answer might kind of seem the same, but we're going for repetition here. We really want to hone in on that emotional uninvestment, right? We really want to make X seem less interesting than Y, right? So what will it cost me emotionally, physically, financially if I continue to lay in bed and not do my workouts? What will continuing to lay in bed and not doing my workouts look like six months from six months from now. If I never work out, what will that look like a year from now, five years from now, right? What are all the benefits? What are all the costs that I'm going to miss out on if I don't start working out in the morning, okay? Number two is to emotionally invest in things you want to start doing. So here are three questions that you can ask yourself. How will my life be different if I start working out in the morning? How will I feel about myself if I start to work out in the morning? What will I gain from working out in the morning? And you want to do this enough and you want to go into enough detail so that you actually start to get excited about the new thing you're emotionally investing in and you start to get a little less excited by the thing that you're currently doing, right? And you can go back to this as many times as you want. So I really suggest you write this down on a piece of paper, really fill it out in detail, really start to think about where you'll where you'll be six months from now, a year from now, all that kind of stuff. And put it somewhere that you can maybe look at in a couple weeks or in a couple months when kind of like all of us, you go through the cycle of maybe not being as excited anymore because you forgot about your why. I would keep this somewhere, a journal, wherever that you can go back to. 
and again, as much detail as you can. Because, I mean, unfortunately, we're not so great at doing what's best for us. And that's because our reward systems are not really designed for things that are, you know, quote unquote, just good for us, unfortunately, right? We focus so much on immediately immediate gratification versus long-term reward. And that's why it feels better to lay in bed right now and not work out versus if you worked out every morning. You'd live longer, you'd reduce your chance of injury and disease, you'd be happier and more confident. Because here's the thing, a lot of these things that are quote-unquote better for us are a little bit more in the long-term reward category versus the immediate gratification. So, you know, kind of going back to this example, right? Like immediate gratification of laying in bed is being warm and being cozy and feeling good next to our partner and scrolling through Instagram, right? Like it just feels good to do those things right now. But long-term, it's not so great if, you know, instead of, you know, laying in bed for another 30 minutes to an hour, right, you're not working out, right? Long-term, that doesn't pan out so well. Versus something like working out, immediate gratification, I mean, there you do have like your endorphins love, like are rising, you feel a little happier, you feel a little bit more confident afterwards and proud of yourself. So there is a little immediate gratification there, but in the short term, it's also a little uncomfortable. You're sweaty, you have to get out of the cold bed, right? It's, um, it's hard, you're maybe a little sore, but long-term, something like working out has so many benefits to it, right? But because we're so focused on the immediate gratification part of it, we don't even think about that, right? Humans, the society that we live in right now are not conditioned to think about the long-term rewards, which is why we do so many of these things that cause immediate gratification, right? So it's just something to think about. Um, And again, it's not that you're crazy or it's not that you're lazy or anything. It's more of a conditioning and we just kind of want to condition ourselves out of that. Immediate gratification is great for certain things, right? And that's why I always have my clients really focus on how they feel right after a workout because there is immediate gratification to it. It's just harder to see sometimes versus, you know, laying in bed, there's just immediate, immediate gratification, right? So immediate gratification is good in some cases, but you also want to think about the long term. Okay, finally, step number three, which is to visualize and rehearse. And this last step is to set yourself up for success by rehearsing the scenario. And this actually has a name. It's called mental preparation. And athletes do it all the time. The Some of the greatest athletes out there do it all the time. Some actors do it, some artists do it, right? And it's basically when you picture yourself executing the skill or the behavior in your mind exactly in the environment you'd be in. You put your shoes, you put yourself in your shoes right then and there and you envision exactly how you'd feel. You imagine the excuses you'd try and then you tell yourself those excuses, and then you rehearse what you're going to say to yourself and do instead. You most likely do this in other parts of your life. This one's like really no different. I know like I'm kind of crazy, so I'm like 
sometimes worst case scenario type person I go into a movie theater I'm like okay if someone came in and all of a sudden started you know doing this then here are my exits here you know like you're on a plane you're like where are my exits what would I do if this situation happened if you're anything like me you probably do this all the time in your head it's no different right an athlete will get into the very mindset if they're if it's a track athlete they're there they envision the exact routine they're going to do before they're stretching their whatever right what they're going to say in their head they envision themselves looking at the track where their hands are you know parallel with the lines exactly what it feels like you know in their body uh, they hear the crowd screaming they're repeating their little mantra on their head they every single detail right it's kind of like dreaming in a way you want to smell it you want to feel it all that and by rehearsing exactly what's going to happen and visualizing what you're going to say, think, and do instead, you're basically helping future you out when, you know, they're probably tired and wanting that instant gratification, right? You're helping future you out by really mentally preparing and rehearsing what you're going to do in that moment. That way, when you're tired and you don't really want to get out of bed and you're, you know, you're cuddling, it takes less effort for you to choose the latter because you've already done it a million times in your head, right? There's research proving that this is extremely helpful. Again, it's helped the highest athletes out there. Um, and it might take a couple of tries, but I really urge you to keep at it because it, it takes practice, but it really does work. And I do this all the time with myself. And it's really getting into that problem solving aspect where you don't just kind of chalk up and go, okay, well, you know, I'm done, like this This didn't work, etc. You're really problem solving and figuring out, okay, this morning this felt better to me. Okay, I'm going to try and figure out next time what I can do better, etc., etc., etc. Because if this is something you really want, if this new habit is something you really want because you've emotionally invested in it so much, it's worth trying this out for, okay? So let's use the client conversation that we had before with the sleeping in versus working out in the morning right and so this might be something you know my client would say to themselves so it kind of looked like okay well in the morning I know I'm going to be really warm and cozy what I can do is leave my workout clothes right next to my bed so that instead of going into my slippers and my sweatpants I just put my workout clothes on right away so I get warm faster what I can also do is maybe place my space heater next to my bed and turn it in, turn it on for five minutes before I get out. Um, I'm also going to be really tempted to cuddle with my partner. I really enjoy doing that. And I can still do that, but I don't think I need a whole 30 minutes. I'll just cuddle with them for five minutes and then have my second alarm go off five minutes after my real alarm goes on. That way I know it's been five minutes and I can get up. And lastly... I'm going to be really tempted to scroll Instagram. I have an alarm on my phone and I don't really, you know, until I can get another alarm to put next to my bed, I need my phone by my bed. But what I can do is set up my phone to not let me use Instagram before 8 a.m. So I physically can't even get to the app. That's how that conversation might play out in their head. That's them figuring out what are the obstacles that are going to hold me back and what I can do instead to prepare myself for those obstacles. And the mental rehearsal of this might be a little longer, right? Because that wasn't quite in detail, um, but 
you know, I don't want to make this episode longer than it needs to be. But um, if you really want to look into this, you can look into mental preparation. That's what it's called, visualization, etc. And uh, and really get into depth on that. Or I can do like a whole another podcast episode if that's something you really want to learn how to do. I can get more detailed on that. You can just comment and let me know. But that's it. Those are your those are your three steps. One, to identify what you're doing instead of the thing you want to be doing. Two, A, to emotionally invest in the thing you're currently doing. And then B, to emotionally invest in the thing you want to start doing. And then three, to practice visualizing and rehearsing through mental preparation. Whew. So I hope that was helpful. <laughs> um, I, I hope that was helpful. This has really helped me. It's helped tons of clients of mine that have gone through especially the questions and the visualization and just understanding that you know things aren't generally just as simple as just doing them right i think that's a supreme oversimplification of something that actually can be quite challenging so don't get down on yourself if things don't feel like they're working out for you right now or that you're not doing the things that you want because it's totally normal remember compassion, curiosity, and problem solving will generally solve any problem that you have, (laughs) if we're being honest. Um, But yeah, so if you want more stuff like this, please let me know. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what to talk about on this podcast that would be helpful. And this one's a little bit more, you know, problem solving, action steps, three steps to X, you know, um, as opposed to, Uh, some of my other podcast episodes. So yeah, I hope you found this helpful. I will talk to you guys next time. Goodbye.